This is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony from Golden Years Financial Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin and Michael provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony. Hello, and welcome back to the Swan Song Financial Show. My name is Michael Anthony. And this is Kevin Anthony. And we are Golden Years Financial Advisors. Um, if you'd like some more information about what you hear during our show today, feel free to give us a call at 574-968-SWAN. That's 574-968-SWAN. Or visit us online at Golden Years Advisors. While at our page, feel free to go to the radio page and check out our past shows and subscribe to us at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or concerns that you might have, or feel free to set up a face-to-face meeting with us to get answers to some of those questions as well. So, Kevin, nice to have you here today. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Michael. It's been a fantastic week. Just came off a couple uh, workshops, some of our favorite things to do. It's a educational uh, workshops. Uh, we just had a whole bunch of people over these last couple of days in those workshops. It's always a lot of fun to share with them the strategies that we talk about here on our podcast and looking forward to diving into a few more. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, uh, enjoying life. Of course, I was with you for those last few um Workshop, so that's always a good time. I've been pretty busy studying for my certified financial planning test coming up. Uh, that's coming up really soon, so I'm just nose to the book and getting ready to go a little bit. Yeah, we're excited about that. A certified financial planning designation is one of the top designations in this industry. Michael, you've done a fantastic job and uh, look forward to uh, our prayers and support for you for your test that's coming up. And you know what? We've heard a lot from our listeners lately. It's been really great. A lot of people are listening to shows. Uh, we just came off this whole two shows of taxes and and the tax acts and all these things are going on. And you know what? Uh, people listen to it. So that was good. Uh, and people have called the office and asked for some more uh, detailed information. And so we're probably going to talk one of these shows a little bit even more detailed on taxes. And because, again, taxes are a big topic right now. Remember, taxes are on sale for the next five years, folks. And uh, you know what? Today, Michael, I think... Uh, you know, most of our shows, we're talking about a lot about retirement, don't we? And again, the retirement's a function of finance. It's not necessarily a function of age, right? Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So if you've got financial ability to retire at 50 years old, when we talk about golden years, our golden years are no matter what age you are, our golden years are of, of that age. So again, we're going to talk about retirement today, but I think if you actually go back into our podcast, you're going to hear that we talk a lot about retirement, retirement planning, and different things like that. And you know, when it comes to personal finances, getting ready for retirement, uh, goes across the generations and income bracket, right? Absolutely. And I couldn't agree with you more. And you know what? What I've found extraordinarily interesting since I've started is often the earlier someone comes in, the earlier those golden years start for them. Planning is extraordinarily important. And the quicker that you're able to get all your ducks in a row, the quicker those golden years really can come for you. Oh, absolutely true. You know, we had the opportunity this week to be able to talk to a 19-year-old 
and get them on track here. And I'll tell you what, that's exciting to see when you start at a young age like that and talk about matching a pension. We're going to talk a little bit about that, uh, matching 401k, I should say. Uh, so oh, absolutely. Again, retirement, retirement planning sort of goes across age and uh uh, you don't have to be 60 years old to think about that. Yeah, and completely on the opposite side of 19, we had someone just come in that's, what, 92 now? 92, yeah. Yeah, and he's about to go on a 500-mile bike ride this coming weekend. I mean, and that's why we talk about legacy planning as well. Golden years stretch for years and years. This man was incredible. I'm absolutely phenomenal individual and yeah. a top-class athlete. Absolutely amazing. And at 92 years old, that's one of the things we do talk about. Retirement now today, a person can walk into retirement and be retired for 30, 35 years. And you need to work with a good skilled advisor to make sure your assets upset or assets are set up accordingly to be able to last that lifetime because those in their 80s and 90s are being extremely active. And we're, we're excited about that. So we had a, a great opportunity to talk with him. Maybe, who knows, maybe we'll get him here, here on our podcast one of these days. That'd honestly be fantastic. But uh, going back to what you said earlier about that 19-year-old, you know what? Let's go ahead and start talking about retirement tools that we can start utilizing to enjoy into our retirement, into our 60s, into our mid 90s and still going on bike rides. Let's talk about the retirement tools that can set us up. Exactly. Let's we're going to do that, you know, because when you talk about retirement, it's just not the bad days that you have. You know, it's like it's easy to talk about retirement when you uh, you spill a cup of coffee on your computer. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's easy to talk about those when the computer's not working or you get some emails that aren't so favorable. Uh, but we're finding out that more and more people just sort of look at retirement, uh, road trips, what it particularly looks like, uh, you know, when, when days are pretty good. You look down the road on those things. So let's start digging through these kind of topics. And we're going to talk about 401ks and IRAs and other similar options. And again, if you have any questions, uh, give us a call here. We'll uh, address your questions. And uh, uh, I'll tell you what, let's start out with a couple ideas. Why don't we start out with the sort of simple and basics, Michael? How does an IRA work? And is there a couple different options to an IRA? Yeah. So an IRA, an individual retirement account, that's what an IRA stands for. So it is a singular and individual account. And an IRA, its basic form, a traditional IRA, you put funds into that IRA and they grow tax deferred. That's okay. what is qual called a qualified traditional IRA. So I put $1,000 in it this year at my age, 25, and those funds go in pre-tax. That's why they're tax deferred. And they keep on growing and growing and growing until I hit that retirement age, more or less, which I'll talk about in a second, mm -hmm. and they have never been taxed. And then when I pull those funds out, they are going to be taxed. And that's kind of what the big hoopla is when it comes to IRAs is that those funds grow without being taxed until you pull them out and then they are taxed. Now there's a few caveats to have that kind of advantage. All right. More or less. And of course there's always caveats. There's always any windows and there's always specific rules, but generally speaking, you do not want to pull out of an IRA before the age 59 and a half. Why is that? And that is because there is going to be a 10% early withdrawal penalty. Again, we are getting okay. an advantage of letting those funds grow tax deferred, right? Right, right. So if we don't want to follow that train of thought, there is going to be a downside to not following that train of thought. And that is a 10% early withdrawal penalty before the age of 59 and a half. 
Interesting. That's very interesting. And actually, there's a Forbes article um, that we read. I, I know we read it. It was called the best retirement plans for you. And a lot of times we reference different articles. And in that article, it talks about that. I'm, I'm correct, right? It talks about the idea of if you accumulate into an IRA, you know, you're able to take a deduction off your income. Correct, Michael? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. So if I'm 30 years old, is my deduction maximum any different than if I'm 70 or 60 years old? Let's just say 60. Any difference in the amount of contribution that I can make if I'm 30 years old or if I'm 60? Actually, there is. Okay. And it's called a... Catch-up provision. Absolutely. And when does that take place? That takes place at 50 years old, which I happen to be over 50 years old. So, Michael, that's how I know about that. So, I'm able to put more money in as a catch-up provision. So, what are those limits, Michael? All right. So, for a traditional IRA and actually a Roth IRA, which we'll maybe touch on here coming up in a little bit, Mm -hmm. the regular contribution limit is $6,000 a year. But if you're 50 years or older, you get a catch-up provision that allows you to put an extra $1,000 in a year. So that's $6,000 plus that $1,000. You can put $7,000 into that traditional IRA or that Roth IRA. And just to clear this up right now, you can't do $7,000 into an IRA and $7,000 into a Roth. Those are combined. Okay. That makes so sense. just a quick caveat right there. But as we're talking about IRAs, 50 plus $7,000 total a year that you can put in. Okay. So, so let me just sort of summarize this if I may. So uh, an IRA account, individual retirement account, uh, if I don't have a, a, a pension plan or a 401k or something like this, this is an alternative for me that I could put if I'm uh, below the age of 50, I could put $6,000 into that account. If I'm over, over the age of 50, I can put $7,000 in and I deduct that off of my taxes as a contribution to an IRA account. But if I take a distribution out of that count before I'm 59 and a half, I get a 10% penalty. Is that correct? You are correct. And is there a point in time where that being an IRA, a, a traditional IRA account that I have to take a distribution? Yes, you're absolutely right. It is qualified funds. So at the age of 72 now with the SECURE Act that recently passed this year, you have to begin taking required minimum distributions. And that's based off of a certain factor, off a certain IRS table, uh, either table three or two, depending on your situation. And it'll tell you what amount you have to take off of the value each each and every single year. Interesting. We covered that in our last two shows about the Mm -hmm. SECURE Act and those things. So let's say that I have a spouse and my spouse uh, uh, is is not working, raising family, not working, doesn't have earned income. Is it possible that uh, my spouse could Uh, put into an IRA still because you have to have earned income to put into an IRA. Is that right? You are correct in saying that. However, if your spouse is doing as what you just mentioned, there's such a thing as a spousal IRA as well. So you can go ahead and contribute on that individual's behalf. And there's still the same limits for that individual account as well, which is 6,000 bucks or 7,000 with a 50 plus catch up provision. Okay. Yeah. So, so let's just say for, if I can summarize that, if my wife and I are say 58, all right. Uh, and my wife stays at home, uh, and is, is doing some activities there at home, not having an earned income. We, you're telling me we could put $14,000 a year away, $7,000 each into a traditional IRA. And I can deduct that off of my income, uh, each and each year that I make that contribution. 
Uh, and I have to start taking distributions by the time I'm age 72 out of that account. Absolutely correct. Completely so, right. So what should I put into a Roth instead of an IRA? Or is there any different rules? You know, it, it completely depends on each person's individual situation. As we've talked a lot about taxes, right now we're in low tax brackets, so it's starting to make more sense to put it into a Roth. And there's a distinct difference between a Roth and a traditional IRA. And, and what is that big difference? Well, the big difference in that is that your contribution to the Roth, in that example, if I was talking to my wife and I, $14,000 would not be deducted off of my income but the gains that would be in that particular IRA account over the years are also not tax deductible. But the biggest part of that is when I take my distributions out of the Roth IRA, there's no taxes, none whatsoever on those distributions. And I don't have a required minimum distribution. Really? So, so you're saying if I put funds in after tax, so if I go ahead and pay the tax for those funds... Right. And then I put them into the Roth account and let them grow. Not only do I get that principal out, but I get the gainings on top of that principal without any tax whenever I take the distribution. That's exactly right. And if I may, well, let's go back to how we feel about the current tax rates right now in this country. We're at some of the all-time low tax rates. So think about it. You may be better off paying the taxes on that contribution, if you will, instead of deducting it from your income. And it's very possible in the future, taxes may be going up. Again, taxes are on sale for the next five years. So you're always looking at tax bracket management because, again, sometimes you can make more money, if you want to say it that way, on saving on taxes than you can actually accumulation. Right, Michael? Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more on that. And, you know, Kevin, after hearing you talk about that, that Roth IRA sounds almost too good to be true. Is, is there certain limitations on income or anything along those lines that we need to take a look at or consider about a Roth IRA? Yeah, absolutely. And actually in that article on Forbes, it, it does note that the uh, the amount that you put into an IRA, there are limits on income. Um, and on a Roth IRA income, if you make less than $139,000 a year, uh, if you're single or $206,000 a year, if you're married, uh, you can put into the Roth, but if you go over that, you're going over some thresholds. And that's a great time to be able to sit down and talk to a true uh, advisor as to how to put that money away, how should you do it. But there are some limits on the Roth you should know about, Michael. Yeah, absolutely. You're definitely right. And, uh, you know, it, it is a short little phase out for the Roths. And, you know, as a single, it's about 139K if that's what you, the money you're bringing in is married filing jointly. Your top end of that phase out is about a 206K. And there's a couple other caveats, too, that if you're both working and one person's uh, participating in a qualified 401k plan, you can add some cash to an IRA or to a Roth, but those are very specific situations. You ask us about that if you have a personal question and there's different withdrawal provisions that of course are exceptions to the early withdrawal for IRA. So if you have a question about that, please feel free to ask that. And where would they reach us at? Yeah, you know, and I think it's a great way to be. It can be a little tricky. There's some nuances there. And and again, you could call us at 574-968-SWAN. That's S-W-A-N, 574-968-7926. 
And of course, SWAN with our organization stands for Sleep Well at Night. Or you can get hold of us on the website, uh, goldenyears-advisors.com. Send us an email, contact us. Again, we're we're sort of flying at about that 2,000 foot level and your questions may be lower than that because they're specific to you. Again, get the input of an advisor and uh, you know what, let's roll into, Michael, let's roll into company-sponsored plans. And one of the most uh, prominent ones out there are 401ks. So there's some limitations, but there's some real benefits to it. So let's give a little overview of a 401k. Yeah, absolutely. So a 401k is a qualified defined contribution plan. Um, and one of the biggest things I think we should talk about is free money. I mean, I, I like, like free money. I like yeah. free money. Yeah, free money is pretty good. I'm, I'm a pretty big <laughs> fan of that. So when we're talking about free money and 401ks, Kevin, what are we what are we talking about here? What do we want to take advantage of? Well, you know what you want to take advantage of in a 401k when your employer offers one of those, you want to know what your matching is, and it's it's what they'll call it. They'll call it matching. So it could be anywhere from three to actually lately I just heard ten percent. Um, so basically, that's you, wild. It's wild, but that's what's happening out there right now. Uh, but let's just say it's a five percent match for a real quick one here. Okay. And so what what they're talking about is Michael, if you put five percent in out of your wages. Again, uh, when you put that 5% in, they're going to match that 5%. So if you're making $50,000 a year and you're putting $2,500 in, the employer is going to put in $2,500. Now, if you put $2,500 in and that account's worth $5,000 at the end of the year, to me, that is a 100% return on your money. I like those kind of returns. And it's guaranteed, right? I'll give you 2500 right now for that. <laughs> well, there's some self-employment things you're going to want to talk about there yourself. But, <laughs> but guys, what we're saying here and gals, do not pass up the free money. And we hear this often. It's like, well, I'll, I'll start my matching after my expenses are in line. Folks, start saving first. All right. You, you'll never miss it. Even if it's a 3% match, five, even your employers even offering 10, at least put in five. Absolutely. Free money is free money. Yeah, absolutely. And there's some limitations in that, Michael. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So the most that can be contributed into a 401k plan is $57,000 a year. And now it breaks down again. That is the both the employer and the employee amount together. That is the annual limit limitations. Now, as an employee, the amount of funds that you are able to deduct and to put into that plan each year, if you are under age of 50, is $19,500. Now, if you are age 50 and above, you can put in $6,500 extra as a catch-up provision, equating to $26,000 a year. Well, that's interesting. So I, I let's just say that uh, I'm in my age that I am and, I, and uh, I've got a 401k and there's a match going on. I could put in $26,000 a year, have that deducted off my taxes. Uh, what if the company has a Roth 401k provision? Michael, does that change anything? So it allows us the option, as we talked about before with IRAs and Roth IRAs, it allows us the option of contributing funds that are going to be after-tax funds. We're not going to take that deduction from our taxable income. We are going to go ahead and pay those taxes, but we are still allowed to let the funds grow tax-free. However, the employer will match that contribution on a pre-tax basis. So for example, if I were to put 3% of my 
uh, income into a Roth 401k and we'll just say that's $3,000 to make math simple and there's a 3% contribution by my employer, I, again, will put $3,000 in after tax into the Roth 401k and my employer will put $3,000 pre-tax into a traditional 401k for me as a matching. That's a great matching. And again, I know uh, a lot of our conversations come down to tax management, correct? Absolutely. So if you have a question on that, just give us a call. No doubt about that. Um, And we'd love to be able to answer any specific questions because, again, taxes are an important thing, too. Uh, Michael, other retirement plans? Uh, I've heard of things like 457 plans. Uh, What's that? So a 457 plan is... Normally, when it comes to your state or local government, it's our agencies or companies that work with that local government. So it's very similar, probably pretty similar to a 401k when you hear about that. That's 457. And, and you might actually have another one, a 403b. There's a lot of fours here, right? Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, they're pretty much all retirement plans that could have matching and a lot of future benefits to them, right? Yeah, you're absolutely correct. And they definitely should be utilized as investments, as ways to begin to save for retirement. Yeah, absolutely. And and let's let's take just a couple minutes before we wrap up the show, and, and let's let's talk about what if you're self-employed. What if you're a person that has maybe uh, maybe a small business or something like that? I mean, right now we've got around thirty percent of the nation's entire workforce that is self-employed with self-employed benefits. Is there any advantage to a retirement plan uh, as far as being self-employed? I've heard things about like simple IRAs and what they call SEPs or SEPs. I mean, yeah, there definitely is. Just as we've been harping on the 401k and the IRAs, the 457Bs, the 403Bs, we are able to put a larger amount of funds into these retirement plans, simples and SEPs than we, what we are for a traditional IRA. And there's a lot of benefits when it comes to employees as well. I mean, you'd know more about that than I would. So what, what is your opinion when it comes to self-employed or business owners of retirement plans? Yeah, you want to make sure you take care of your employees. Absolutely. They're valuable, valuable people, and you make sure you take care of them. And one of the easiest ways to start this out is maybe a simple IRA. It's a it's a really, it's what it's called, simple. Employee puts in contributions. Uh, typically, you match either 3% of the contribution or you match 2% of the employee's salary, whichever way you want to do it. It's, it's very simple. They're 100% vested in those particular accounts, but it's super simple. Uh, to be able to set up something else you can do as a as an employee uh, employer in a small business is not, you may not have to offer a plan. You could actually just do a payroll deduct. If somebody has an IRA account at uh, such and such a brokerage firm, you could do a payroll deduct and send the money uh, send the money directly to that firm. But I would suggest it's something like a simple IRA plan uh, with a nice three percent match, easy vesting, very simple to set up. Uh, and you can also, as an employer yourself, be able to take advantage of that too. And then there's plans that are like what is called SEPs or simple, uh, simple employee pension plans. Those get a little more complication to it, uh, but in essence, if you're a business owner, uh, there is a way to be able to contribute up to $57,000 into a retirement plan, even as a uh, individual owner on a plan too. So again, there's uh, nuances like we talked about, what works the best for you, uh, how to set them up. But again, these plans have a lot of tax advantages to them and tax advantages that you can make 
uh, contributions to that are tax deductible off your overall income. Talk to a good financial advisor who knows these different options and make sure you're taking care of yourself. And if you're a business owner, make sure you're taking care of your employees. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with that. And before you take this idea of implementing a SEP or a simple to heart and go ahead and do it, please make sure you reach out. There are certain rules that you will definitely want to know and understand before implementing any sort of strategy like this, but they are fantastic tools when it comes to your own retirement and then creating a successful business as well. Absolutely, Michael. And I'll tell you what, I think it's been a good show today. Again, we uh, not scratch the surface, but we want to put out there, there's a lot of different plans in your particular situation uh, would dictate what kind of plan that you should have. You could, it could be a traditional, at least a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA, 401k, 403b, 457 plans, all kinds of little things out there, SEPs, SIMPLES, a lot of things. The point of it is, is the, the government has put laws in place. The IRS has got laws in place for you to save towards your retirement. Again, retirement is a function of finances, not a function of age. And there's a lot of opportunity out there to create great wealth, especially starting at an early age. So we've had a ball with this particular show, Michael. And yeah, I don't have anything. Great. Yeah, I don't have anything else to add. I want you to let people know how to get in touch with us. And I hope everybody has a great week. Yeah, it sounds great. And maybe some of our following shows, maybe we'll look at a specific plan and really dive into it into the nitty gritty if that's what people are interested in. But this Good has idea. been a great time. Um, so please feel free to reach out to us with any questions. I know we just scratched the surface. There's way more detail when it comes to every single one of these plans and they're all different. They all have their own particular nuances, but just to give you an idea, we're happy to share that information. So any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Our number here is 574-968-SWAN. That's 574-968-7926. Or feel free to reach out to us through our website at goldenyears-advisors.com. Again, I'm Michael Anthony. And I'm Kevin Anthony. Until next week, have a great week. Y'all take care. Thank you for listening to the Swan Song Financial Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Kevin and Michael Anthony at Golden Years Financial Advisors. Call 574-968-7926 or visit them online at goldenyears-advisors.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Indiana. Insurance products and services are offered through Golden Years Planning Services, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services affiliated companies. Kevin Anthony, Michael Anthony, Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.